This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello, it's me, Sarah. And it's me, Tasman. And welcome to another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in yet again. We're very appreciative. Today, we are going to be talking about thinking of yourself as an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur? Entrepreneur? There we go. Uh, a word that I struggle with, so uh, apologies, yeah, entrepreneur, however you want to say it. Before we get into the episode, just want to remind you of how you can support me and Tasmin. So obviously you can buy us a coffee, Um, so yeah, there is a link in our show notes, so go and find that link, you can give us a one-off donation. And yeah, we'll be very appreciative. Um, Find that link and it'll give you more information. And very excitingly, we now have a newsletter. So that's new to season five. Well, technically we have had a newsletter a bit before, but you know, Uh, but you can sign up to our newsletter. So again, link in the show notes, you can visit the seomindset.co.uk forward slash newsletter. And we'll send the occasional email letting you know about what we're up to. So events, competitions, all of that stuff. We promise we'll never spam and you can obviously unsubscribe at any time. Hello, Tasmin. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How about yourself? Good, good. Um, I too struggle with the word entrepreneur. (laughs) New. Which is great because I'll be saying it a lot in the next few minutes. <laughs> but it's a silly I, word, isn't it? I know. Who came up with that? I say business person. Maybe I don't know. But I, um, I'm really excited about talking about this topic. I had a slide on it at one of the Search London events in the presentation, um, and it, it got a lot of feedback, a lot of discussions going from it. And I thought, let's turn it into a podcast. Nice. So the idea is whether you are working in-house, whether you're working for an agency, whatever job you have, that even if it is employed by somebody, always think of yourself as an entrepreneur. Okay. Ooh. What are your first thoughts when you hear that, Sarah? Um, so obviously, I'm. I can't wait to hear why. 
um, because I've never thought about this. So obviously, uh, I struggle with the word entrepreneur just because I think it's a valid word and it's a valid term and a valid label, but like I kind of struggle with it a little bit because I think it's a bit overused. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, I'm putting that aside. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it is a valid, valid word, um, valid, valid label. Um, but also, so I obviously think of myself as an entrepreneur because I have my side hustles, right? Yeah. Uh, so obviously this podcast, um, uh, there's other bits and bobs, the, the live podcast um that yeah people should should know about um and yeah there's different side hustles that I've got going on where I think of myself as an entrepreneur but I never would have thought to think about me doing that in my in my job my employed nine to five so the idea is that you you think of yourself as your own business your own you know entrepreneur your own business and you are then proactive about how your career is shaped. Often, and I know that I I did this for most of my working life, whatever goals I had in, in my development plan were the goals that the manager set for me, which were the goals that the business wanted. And I'm not saying disregard that, but within that, if you have an idea that, you know what, I really want to do more public speaking, or I really want to learn more about strategy or mm-hmm. <clears throat> run team events. If you take a step back and think, how do I want my career to shape be shaped? Mm-hmm. And then have those conversations with your manager. You're probably going to get more of a career than you actually would do if you left it to the other person to figure it out for you. So, Yes, 100%. Yeah. So I would say the first part of thinking of yourself as a brand, as an entrepreneur, as your own business, is mindset. So be proactive, as we just mentioned. Sit and think about what is it that you want and vocalize it. Mm. And having led teams myself, if somebody said to me, you know what, I really want to get better at this or I really want to learn this skill. So it's not just about what you want to do. It could be, I want to learn more about Excel or I want to learn more about this or more about that, whatever it is. I'd be really happy. They're great. They're thinking about it. Yeah. Um, The other mindset part of it is be comfortable with change. Mm -hmm. So often when we're at work, the change that happens in our career is, uh, is something that we are reacting to. The business changes or the team changes. But what about you being comfortable with change and saying, I want Mm -hmm. to be able to go to, you know, if you're working for a bigger organization, I really want to go into that team over there. And I know it's very different from where I am now, but being willing to do that. And alongside that, being risk, um, willing to take risks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel at work it gets too comfortable too quick. And again, when the change happens, it's not because we want it to happen. And you can you can go into that cycle of, you know, a, a month becomes a year, becomes a decade, and you're just trundling along. 
rather than thinking, what do I want from my career? What do I want from my life? A hundred percent. Another part of mindset is be a solution finder. So again, if you want to move to another part of the business and it's so away from your skill set, rather than giving up, thinking, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to learn? Who do I need to go and talk to to make this thing happen? Yes, yes, Mm? yeah. Which leads to the next part, which is being action-orientated. Because often we can think and think and think, and we've talked recently about procrastination, um, and that happens when, you know, often when we're scared, we're not sure how to take that step. But if we are focused on taking action, that's another mindset shift that really helps in this new way of thinking. Yeah. Um, be resilient. It's not. It's rare that you're just going to say to your manager, I want to get better at this and I want to learn this thing and want to go and work in that part of the business and it's just all going to happen. You may interview and not get not be successful. Yeah. Um, yeah. You may reach out um, to people and they don't respond. So being resilient and not being scared of failing. Because Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've got a whole episode about that as well, haven't we? We have, we have you know, just because it didn't work out this time, that doesn't mean that that thing isn't for you. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't be proactive. Pick yourself up, start again, you know, take a step back and think about what it is that you want and find that way again. 100%, 100%. So what do you think of that then? Mindset shift. You've sold, you sold it to me. Where do I sign? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, joking aside, yeah, I mean, I completely get all those points that you've just made. And yeah, like, I think the biggest one for me is like feeling challenged, right? And And I think sometimes we blame our job, don't we? We're always like, um, the job isn't challenging enough, it's not pushing me and things like that. When sometimes um, you, you've got to be proactive, haven't you? Like you need, you can't have things handed to you on the plate. You need to, you need to do stuff. And also you might, like when you first start a job, um you might have been like more proactive with the new ideas trying new stuff all of this stuff because when you're new to a role you feel like you may have more to prove but then after you've been in a role for a while and you've got a bit established you might get into your you know how you were saying like your safety you do what you do and you don't push yourself and, and things like that um so having this shift of mindset I love it. Mm. It helps. It helps. And all the other bits that you said as well, um, like comfortable with change, being a solution finder, resilience, okay? Mm. Resilience is key because we get knocked down all the time um, and, like, you need to get back up and, okay, what can we learn? What can we do better? What can I learn and, and, and do differently next time? Yeah. And if you find that you're complaining about something at work a lot... Stop complaining and find a solution to to make that situation better. Yeah. Because it's very easy to get complacent, to start complaining. And then if you're in a pool of people who are complaining, 
that ne- that negativity really can drown you. So again, yeah. imagine that you're you're earning an income. Um, you are a business. Is that where you want to be? Is that what you would call successful? Probably not. How are you going to find a way out of it? Yeah. So the next thing I want to lead um, into is take a step back and think, what is it that I want from my ideal job? Have some sort of, you know, whether it's um, a strategy session with yourself, a vision session with yourself, or it could be with a buddy. It doesn't have to be on your own. And things to think about. What environment do you thrive in? Is it Mm -hmm. a big organization? Is it a startup? Is it something in the middle? Mm-hmm. Some people like being in a startup where they get to do lots of different things. Some yeah. people like to be in a bigger organization where they've got their area and that's what they do every day. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of working environment do you want? Do you want to be remote, in person, hybrid? Which works for you? Mm-hmm. What sort of role? Is it more of an operational role? Or is it more abstract and more strategic role? Yeah. Do you want to manage a team? Yeah. Because often, uh, you know, this has been said time and time again, progression seems to be into management. And not just because you're brilliant at your task doesn't mean that you're going to be brilliant as being as a manager. It's a, yeah, because it's a different skill set altogether, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, organizational culture do you want to be in um, a very formal environment where you know not not necessarily suited and booted but that there are organizations like um, ICAEW for example Institute of Charter Accountants my husband used to work there but it's you know it's very disciplined it's very structured it's very um, Mm. slightly old school do you thrive in that sort of environment? Do you want a younger environment? Um, yeah. So this isn't a comprehensive list, but once you start working through that, um, another one is, do you like working on your own on big projects? Do you want to be working as a team? Um, do you want to be working, um, you know, what sort of relationship do you want with your manager? That's a really good one to know because if you have a new manager... You can say, you know, this is how I work best. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, this this is a great starting point. But as you start writing, you'll think of other things that you want to add as well. So like um, learning um, opportunities. Mm. Yeah. Like, big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, is that important? Do you want to be developing? Do you want to be learning new stuff? Yeah. Um, and then I think there might be also other things like perks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like what's important for you there Mm -hmm. um things like that um yeah like um structured so obviously um some places offer flexible working whereas other places are more like structured depending on how a business is set up right um some businesses are like right you have to be in work in these hours you might suit a more flexible approach but then you might suit a more structured so yeah yeah, this is a great starting point but as you're like writing it you'll be thinking of more stuff that you can add can't you yeah and think back to previous roles which ones have you enjoyed the most why did you enjoy Mm. them where did you learn why didn't you enjoy them yeah why didn't you enjoy them absolutely and the values of the organization 
they may be, um, you know, is there something that you're very passionate about? It could be environmental issues. It could be, um, you know, whatever it is. For me, learning and development is really important, clearly, because that's what I do. So if I if I was working with um, another organisation and they too were passionate about it, there's a common ground there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next thing I want to talk about, and you, you touched upon it just now, is once you've got this vision of what sort of role you want, what are you going to do or what's it going to take for you to get there? And a lot of that will be learning. You'll, you may mm-hmm. need to learn new skills. So rather than say, okay, I need to learn this stuff, it's very vague. And sometimes then it doesn't happen. It doesn't get done. It gets lost. Mm. Yeah. So think of it as um, like a term. You're going to give yes. yourself a term and you're going to study in this term what's on the curriculum and literally build yourself a curriculum. Yeah, that's a great idea. What's the thing that I could learn next that's going to give me the best mileage into getting in that role that I want? Mm-hmm. So for me, currently in the business, I'm learning about marketing because I've never really done marketing before. And I have a book list and I have time set aside and I have yes. certain books on Audible. So currently in my curriculum, that's what it is. Next term, it may be something else. Last nice. term, it was about business systems. So go on. I just well, I've just thought of something that's um, that'd be really relevant for our audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, with Google Google Analytics, right? Um, they are sunsetting Universal Analytics, okay? And you have to move towards GA four. Um, so come away from the old style of Google Analytics and go on to their newer style, like I'm. GA4, if you're in this biz, you know, right? Um, so, yeah, that that's important to me. Like, I, I was just thinking of, like, something that was, like, re- really relevant to our audience. Yeah. And, yeah, I know I said the dreaded GA4 because I know it will be some people. Yeah. Um, but, like, get ahead of that with your curriculum, right? Yeah. And, yeah, actually put time aside uh, to learn that. Because for me, I'm thinking, crikey, like, universal analytics... Um, comes to an end first of July and then data's gone. Do you know what I mean? So I've got I've got three months to get clued up, get ahead. Um, so yeah, just as a thought, <laughs> just as an addition. So then think about what resources do you need to learn what you need to learn? How long is it going to take? In these next three months, do you want to go right down to the wire of three months or do you want to get it done in two? What would make you feel more comfortable? Could you buddy yeah. up with somebody who's also yes. in the same study. boat? <gasps> study group. Study you could group. have a little uh, study group, accountability yeah. group. Yeah. Yeah. And, and break it down. So how much time is it going to take me to learn? How many weeks have I got left? And I think as well, because <clears throat> GA4 is a quite chunky thing to learn. You've got like your different avenues and stuff. I think it's all about stages. So what is important for me to know 
before that 1st of July and then what are the nice to haves like what can I then like develop and grow and like get more advanced but yeah what's the basics that I need to know yeah 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 so yeah my my third um, suggestion to everyone who wants to adopt this way of thinking is build a curriculum literally block that time I love that yeah Yeah. awesome look at the time I think it's time for a break. Um, let that all sit in your head. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about um, learning, but taking into like, do you get a mentor? Do you get a coach? And a little bit more on planning and how you're going to get it done. Lovely stuff. Hello, it's Sarah here. Thanks for listening to the SEO Mindset Podcast. If you enjoy what me and Tasman do and you want to support us, there are many different ways that you can do just that. You can give us a one-off donation over on our Buy Me A Coffee page. There'll be a link in the show notes, but the URL is the seomindset.co.uk forward slash coffee. You can also sign up to our newsletter. Again, link in the show notes or go to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash newsletter. And by signing up, You can keep up to date with the latest news and updates from me, Tasmin, and the podcast. We promise we'll never spam you and you can, of course, unsubscribe at any time. This season is sponsored by Bright Local, the all-in-one local SEO platform that helps businesses and agencies drive traffic and leads from local search. It's the only platform that's 100% focused on helping you succeed in local search, with a range of tools and features including local rank tracking and auditing, review management, citation building and more. They also have a wealth of free courses in their academy to help you learn and develop your skills to succeed in local SEO. SEO Mindset podcast listeners can take advantage of an exclusive offer. Sign up for a free 14-day Bright Local trial at the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Bright Local and receive $75 in citation builder credits when you go on to take up a subscription at the end of your trial. That link is also in the show notes. T's and C's and further information at the seomindset.co.uk forward slash bright local so welcome back everyone and sarah what have your thoughts been on the topic so far i love it i love it yeah i um i've got over my beef with the word entrepreneur (laughs) you've noticed i haven't said it many times (laughs) Do, do you know what i mean though like it's similar to word guru how yeah. I feel like how there's loads of gurus out in the yeah. bar and stuff and it's just like yeah caveat it's a very valid word and it means something <laughs> but I think because like it got battered about like, yeah so I've got over that <laughs> but yeah no I love this I love this because it's about your mindset isn't it in like um adopting the right mindset and definitely because there's lots of us who think oh, I really want to learn and like there's those of businesses that have said right like we'll support you and stuff like that but then time is just never made so I think actually blocking out and you could even like call it like school time mm-hmm. college sesh do you know what I mean like yeah. actually blocking out time to do it is important 
And for me, it is um, urging people, take control of your own career. It's your career. It's such a big part of your life. And why shouldn't you have the one you want? Yes. Rather than drifting from one thing to another, drifting from one manager to another, drifting from one task to another. If you're not enjoying it, think about what you would enjoy. 100%. So my next um, tip is to get support or guidance from someone. And this typically, um, people will say get a mentor. And some people will say get a coach. And they're not the same things. Some mentors will be able to coach you. Some coaches might be able to mentor you. But in the true sense, like ICF coaches, we're not meant to give advice. Because mm-hmm. the idea is that the coachee knows what, um, what's right for their lives, for their careers. So you can ask questions and they'll be very yeah. probing questions. But under my guidelines, I'm not in a coaching environment. I'm not allowed to say, oh, why don't you go and do that course? <laughs> it's not okay. It's not ethical. 100%. No, that's, I mean, fair enough. So what would... Um, you know, what, what a coach would be able to do if that person is where you want to be and five steps ahead, you can then ask them, you know, how did you get there? Who's a good person to speak to? What should I read? Um, what should I learn? What sort of learning opportunities and other opportunities should I take? And they're going to be really good at that. A mm-hmm. coach is going to be able to help you when you know what you've got to do but, for example, you're not doing it. There is something yep. getting in the way between you and taking that step. So the kick up the bum is what we're saying. It's, so if, if A you, nice kick up the bum. It's a, a challenging, a challenging question. <laughs> so what's stopping you taking that? What would help you to make that step easier? Yes. Um, and that's going to help you with your mindset issues, confidence, self-esteem, self, um, I suppose, self-regulating in terms of your time management, whatever it is, they're going to help you get through that. Mm-hmm. So pick, pick. maybe you might need one of, one of both, you know, one of each. Yeah. And uh, just to chip in, so um, lots of people that I know who have had a mentor or a coach have always said they wish they got it, they wish they got them sooner. So there's a lot of people who put it off and just so happens that we also have, we've covered so many topics, Tasman. We've got a whole episode about mentorship um, and the differences and stuff between coaches and mentorship and and things. but yeah, um, oh, and something else to point out as well is um, the women in tech community. Yes. Um, they have many initiatives. It's a wonderful community. Most of our listeners will be aware, but if you're not aware of the women in tech SEO community, it's a wonderful community. And one of their initiatives out of the many is they offer mentorship programs. So, yes. And I think um, a lot of... Uh, Many people that I talk to seem to think that you get a coach when you're broken, almost associating coaching with therapy. And it's Ah. different because with therapy, you are talking about the past and Mm. what happened and how it impacted you. Obviously, it's, it's huger than that, but in general. With a coach, 
if you've got an issue that you don't want, I help you get to where you do want to be. Mm-hmm. So I either yeah. help you get rid of a pain that you don't want or you or help you get to where you want to be. It's very much about moving forward. We may touch on a little bit about why you think that's blocking you, but yeah. by and large, it is about moving forward. So that's, for me, I've had the most growth in my life when I've had a coach. Yes. Every yeah. single time. 100%. So, yeah, so get, get the right people on your team and again thinking of it as a business you wouldn't be running it on your own you would have a team of people so Mm. get get the right people in and then create a plan of how are you going to get from where you are to where you want to be so you Mm -hmm. know what you've got to learn Mm -hmm. you've got the people who are going to help you with advice you're going to talk to your manager going to look for those opportunities but think about what tactics are going to help you. Um, so <clears throat> we talked about it before the break, where you were saying you want to learn this. You talked about working out how long it's going to take. What are the basics going to be? What are the nice to haves going to be? Yeah. Can you have a buddy that's going to help you keep motivated and keep each other accountable? So mm-hmm. have a plan because... If you say, oh, I, you know, I want to learn this thing. I want a job in that place. Or I want a role that looks like this. I want a leadership role. What does somebody in that role look like? What do they do? Yeah. Yeah. You may not even go and talk to them, but have some role models in your mind. What sort of yeah. things do they say? How do they carry themselves? What sort of opportunities yeah. are taking? are they taking? Yeah. Because if you do all the things that they do, you'll probably get to be where they are. Yes. I mean, that's sensible, isn't it? Yeah. That's a sen- sensible assumption. Mm-hmm. And um, the last part is the importance of consistency. And we've talked about this before on the podcast. Everyone wants to, you know, not everyone, but most people wait till they feel like doing something. They feel motivated. They're in the mood to learn. It doesn't happen. It just (laughs) doesn't. You've got to be consistent. You will not be motivated every single day to learn the thing that you want to learn. Mm. So put your head down. And one thing is never have a zero day. Never have a day where you're not moving forward, even a smidge. Yes, yeah. Like, so for example, if you're really not in a headspace to learn, like, is there something that you can at least do for, I don't know, five minutes? Or like something that takes you a step further, like researching books that you want to read or like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, because yeah. we all have those days, don't we? So as, as long as we're doing something to move move the needle, that's great marketing yeah. spiel, isn't it? Yeah. We need to move that needle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Or um, another good one is to reach out to somebody. So supposing you have a list of people you want to reach out to, and they're going to be able to give you either some advice or some information that's going to really move you forward. Mm. If you've only got five minutes, send that email. Because what yes. that's going to do is it's going to kickstart something. Yes, 
Um, I've been reading and implementing this book called The 12-Week Year. I think you and I have talked about it. Okay. So what the author is saying, if you have something that is one of your year goals, so supposing this time next year I'm going to be in this position, a year is a long time. Oh, yeah. And you can put it off and put it off and put it off. And studies have shown that when somebody's got a, a goal for a year, they actually kickstart a lot of it in September because now they think they're running out of time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what he suggests is have a 12-week year. So have 12 weeks. Yes. Then a week break, then another 12, then a week break. And in that, um, so, so I'm doing this right now with a group. So we've got this accountability group and I also mm-hmm. run this for my clients. So the idea is you set your goal and mm-hmm. say, say it's a fitness goal. Mm-hmm. So I want to get fitter. Well, what does that mean? Yeah, that's quite vague. Big. Yeah. Quite vague, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, it says, okay, what are the tactics that you're going to have to do to get fitter? So yeah. it's not about I'm going to lose this many kilograms or I'm going to do this. So um, it could be tactic number one, I'm going to drink eight glasses of water a day. So you have that listed. You say how many glasses of water you're going to drink. And it's all on a spreadsheet. And on the other side... When you drink on Monday eight glasses of water, you put in eight. On Tuesday, it may be seven, so on and so forth. Another tactic may be I will walk five 5,000 steps a day. I will go to the gym three times a week. Mm-hmm. And you list out the tactics that are going to get you to your goal, but then you concentrate on the tactics. Okay, rather than, yeah. And I suppose as well with the tactics, um, make them realistic as well. So, for example, with the gym one, if you're not going to the gym at all at the moment, even if you said, I'm going to try and go to the gym once a week Mm. or, like, once a month. Yeah, yeah, like, um, yeah, I think that's that's probably important as well, isn't it? Like, being realistic, like... No high, fancy, like, yeah, anything that's unrealistic or anything that's going to be hard for you to reach or do. Um, and then another tactic could be I'm going to drink, you know, have eight eight pieces of fruit and veg a day or five pieces, whatever you want to do. Eight? That's well, a lot, you, isn't it? You're meant to have ten. You know, Sukaina, who's on the, on the podcast, yeah. she was telling me off air that, you know, people say five, Actually, it should be 10, but because nobody's, you know, not many people are even having five, the government don't want to go around and say, you should be 10, you should be 10. That's interesting. <clears throat> but with uh, with this method, um, you, you plug in your numbers and you've got a percentage score at the end of the week. Yeah. And then you do it again and again and again for 12 weeks, and then you've got your overall percentage for the 12 weeks. I'm finding, so there's pros and cons. Um, it's keeping me focused it's visible so it's on my laptop all the time um, and it's making me do the stuff but I'm now in week eight because we started a bit strangely but I'm in week eight 
and I put on the group that it's um, it's very easy to become a slave to the list and not notice um, other things that are going on, other opportunities that are presenting themselves. So <clears throat> I've <clears throat> sorry about that. <clears throat> I've now um, you know shared that information with my clients who have also said yes, they've been finding that it's really good to focus you but you can become a bit of a slave. But whatever your choice of planning and accountability is, definitely put something in place. Lovely. Well, this has been a wonderful episode, Tasman. Thank you very much. What's your main takeaway from that? I mean, there's so much, isn't there? There's so much. Um, So, uh, obviously, uh, the importance of mindset and thinking of yourself as an entrepreneur, yeah. Um, the actually putting time aside to learn because, yeah, that's to grow, to develop, we need to learn, right? Yeah. Um, and then accountability, that was another good one for me as well. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot, like, yeah, I would, I'd happily list everything that you've talked about. Um, but yeah, those were my key ones, I would say. If um if I were to leave the listeners with anything, it would be ownership. Yeah. Take ownership. Uh, it's your career. Take yeah, and you work um something stupid like yeah. so many hours in your in your lifetime. It's yeah. a crazy amount. So take ownership. Like don't leave it up to your boss. You work like you need to. Yeah. You need to. And Love it. Yeah. Wonderful. Sorry, you're going to say something else. No, no, and and do you know what? I think most managers, most um, organisations would actually take more, more notice of you if you said, "Look, mm. this is this is how I want my career to be shaped." These are my yeah, kids. yeah, yeah, and um, they'll be able to take you uh, more seriously as well, right? Yeah. And like, yeah, they'll be like, right, this this person knows what they want, this is what they want to achieve and this is how we can help them. Yeah, perfect. Um, So wonderful. Right, so before we do our usual wrap up, uh, so I reckon um, we read a email that we received um, to the podcast. Does that sound good? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so, yeah, like it's great to um, receive like feedback from our listeners, like messages. That's always nice, isn't it? And yeah, um, me and Tasman are going to get into a better habit of sharing it with you all. Um, so, this is from a Ben. So, thank you very much, Ben, who got in touch with us over the emails. And um, yeah, they said, I recently listened to your Having Flexibility and Adaptability podcast episode. It was incredibly helpful. I've just started in the SEO industry and have been feeling overwhelmed and doubting my ability. I listened to your podcast on a day where I was dealing with certain obstacles. It really helped me to take a step back and assess the situation and adapt the problems that had arisen. Thank you very much. Love the podcast and I've added it to my favourites. How wonderful. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you very much, Benjamin. Thank you. Wonderfully, get my words out. We're very happy to be able to help. That's what I was trying to say. Of course. 
Of course. So yes, like yeah. If you want to um like reach out to us, obviously, um you can do that in loads of ways. Like we're on the socials, uh search the SEO mindset, Tasman Sullivan, Sarah McDowell, you'll find us. Um but yeah, uh email, because obviously that one came through email. Mm -hmm. So our email address is um, I do apologise if people can hear barking. I think our <laughs> Tesco delivery has finally turned up and Benjamin the dog is letting us know. Uh, so, yeah, our email address is the SEO Mindset Podcast at gmail.com. So, yeah, let us know. Wonderful. Reach out to us, say hi. Uh, wonderbar, wonderbar. Right, so, usual sign-off then. If you like what me and Tasman do... You can support us in many different ways. For example, we're on Buy Me A Coffee. Uh, link is in our show notes. But yeah, you can give us a one-off donation. Um, so that would be very appreciative. And yes, um, we said that new to season five is our newsletter. Uh, so you can sign up. Um, get updates about what me and Tasmin in the podcast are up to. Um, you can unsubscribe at any time and we promise we'll never spam you um so so yes um ben benny the dog is going for it so i do apologize if you can hear can you hear tasmin i can definitely hear benny the yeah dog. <laughs> well there we go some uh, lovely background noise <laughs> and uh, on that note i best go and uh, get my frozen stuff from the from the tesco people shouldn't i very very much so <laughs> Right, thank you very much, Tasman. Take care. Bye. Until next time.